and welcome to the Buckets and Tea NBA show. I'm your host, Catherine Eicher. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Our music is brought to you by Tanika Charles, courtesy of Record Kicks. Her album Soul Run and The Gumption are available now on all streaming platforms. Today, we are welcoming back comedian and friend to the show, Leonard Chan. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, man. Love Thank it. you. Uh, always happy to have you. Um, we've got a lot of fun topics on the docket, but first let's start off with the obvious. The all-star reserves were announced and I honestly thought this was going to be pretty like predictable, but there ended up being some real snubs this year, especially in the East. What were your general thoughts about um, the all-star lineup? Um. Okay, well, even just going to the starters, mm -hmm. I mean, here's the thing. I love Luka Doncic, but he's not playing well right now. <laughs> I know this because he's on my fantasy team, and it's very upsetting. <laughs> like, if you go two for nine from the free throw line, you don't get to start an all-star game, I think. Like, Damian Lillard mm -hmm. should be in there, for sure. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, well, Damian Lillard's a reserve, but you're saying yeah, he I know, should have been he a be starter. Starting. Yeah, he be yeah, starting. yeah, that's fair. He's, he's playing so well. And then for, like, in terms of, like, the snubs on the reserves, and I guess this is more the West, but, like, like I'm glad Devin Booker made it in. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Mike Conley should have made it in. Mm -hmm. Like, he's playing great. Uh, in the East, Van Vliet. Come on. Hello. Mm -hmm. like, um. Who else got, I think- Trey Young got snubbed and so did Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton, Jeremy Grant. Uh, like, yeah, very long list. But you know what? There's just a lot of good players in the NBA, you know? So it's like, it's, I guess it's hard to like get everybody in there, but like, yeah, not everybody. Uh, who should be in is in and that's unfortunate well yeah I mean you kind of you kind of touched on it like there's a lot of teams that we thought we would do really well this year and they ended up struggling obviously like Dallas um, the Celtics and the Heat most notably I feel like and I'm also kind of guilty of this is that I don't think the narrative for these teams caught up with the record mm. because when you look at it like I, I mean, I was all over the fact that like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum should be in this year's all-star and like, um, yeah, but then, you know, having two players in the game that have from the same team that has a record below 500 isn't right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not right. And I'm guilty of this because I was calling it. And then I was like, wait, wait a second. What am I doing here? And I was very much like the Raptors don't have an all-star this year. Like <laughs> I was very much uh, <laughs> on that boat. But I think Van Vliet in the last, I would say, three weeks, mm -hmm. maybe four weeks, has made a really strong case. And I think it was just a yeah. bit too late. Yeah. He should have been scoring 52 points every game. Then he'd be, <laughs> that's all he had to do. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, you got like, I mean, the majority of the Eastern Conference is below 500. So that makes it hard as well. Cause like, I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like every year, you know, you, you look at, at different pundits and they talk about like why they vote people in and you always hear them talk about winning record, winning record. And I felt like this is, 
one of the first years in a long time when people weren't preaching that as much as before. And I don't know if it's just because we're in this weird pandemic year and they just really want to see the the stars, quote unquote, like regardless of how well like Mike Connolly or Chris Middleton are doing. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Trey Young didn't make the game at all. <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing. Like Trey Young was a starter last year. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's still doing well. And and the Hawks are in the playoff picture and they weren't last yeah. year. Like, in my opinion, Trey Young deserves it more this year than he did last year. Absolutely. And I like, OK, this is my question for you, Leonard. Why does everyone hate Trey Young? <laughs> I don't hate Trey Young, but I think I but I think why people do hate him is uh-huh. because like he I mean, I mean, part of it is just because he keeps nutmegging everybody. Maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because this is because you got to think about it. Last year, he got the fan vote. Cool. This year, he didn't get the fan vote or the coaches vote. Now, I think the fan vote, you know, you got to make exceptions here because like Kyrie Irving was healthy. James Harden came into the East like that just changes the game in the point guard spot. It just does. But I but it's still like shocking to me that he wouldn't like, I guess coaches hate him. Yeah, your your buddy. Hesham hates him. Uh, he referred to him not on my podcast, but just in a conversation as a little bitch, like people (laughs) don't like him. And I'm so, I'm so floored by how much people like viscerally hate this guy. Yeah. I mean, he's just like kind of, I think he can fit the role of the heel really well, but unfortunately that then translates to all stoverts. Like he's the first guy who's like average 25 plus and nine plus assists (laughs) in 30 years and not made the game. <laughs> yeah, it's egregious to me that somebody like, you know, I think Zach Levine's been doing well. Yeah. And but again, like not in the playoff picture. Yeah. And and like I said, like I think Trey Young deserves it this year more than he did last year. So maybe yeah. they're trying to almost do like some sort of weird market correction. Like, and then also too, one thing I wanted to, to talk about was the coach campaigning. This is something I've learned a bit more about this year because, um, ESPN reported that Doc Rivers was calling people like calling other coaches and advocating for Ben Simmons. And then all the other coaches were like, yeah, duh. Like Ben Simmons is a lock. And then that's when I realized, oh, I, it didn't occur to me that the coaches were calling each other yeah. and advocating for their players. I just thought they, you know, they're freaking NBA coaches. They're paying attention to the games. They know these guys. They all know each other. Yeah. And they're just, you know, voting according to that, maybe voting according to relationships, things of that nature. But like, I'm like, oh, you're on the phone campaigning like it's an Oscar movie <laughs> or it's like, it's like an Oscar. yeah, or like it's the Golden Globes and you got to like have lunch with the Hollywood Forum Press so to, is- to get a globe. Like it's so it's weird. <laughs> so, uh, oh, shit, I can't remember the name of the show now that got hugely snubbed. Um, oh, I May Destroy You. Thank you. Yeah, that's Trey Young as I May Destroy You. <laughs> Yeah, because like actually when that came out, like just to do a little Golden Globes talk here fresh on a Monday morning. Yeah. Um, 
like when that happened with the nominations, I was like, look, all this means is they didn't have lunch. Like, it doesn't mean it's not a good show. I like, thought stop. there was a walk. I was like, that's, it's such a good show that I was like, well, I'm going to stop writing now. Because <laughs> it's like, what's the No, point? but who cares? Like, it's just, it's just, um, it's just a bunch of grandstanding. Like, it doesn't, we, the people, have to stop giving the Golden Globes the amount of importance that we do. Especially we give when- it more importance than it deserves. Absolutely. And, and, and none of the members, they're all, they're basically all white. <laughs> well, like, I mean, it, well, they are all, they are all white and, or no, they're not all, they're, they're, are, they don't have any black members, yeah, but I think they have black. a couple. <laughs> I love that they put the, probably the one like South Asian woman, like the one person of color, like front and center, like she's probably the only one that isn't white, but I, I just, that <laughs> she was like surrounded by like two Germans. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> Well, you know. but I just think we have to stop Check. giving it so much importance. And I kind I of, you know, I mean, it's 87. It's the opinions of 87 people. We don't even know who they are. Yeah. Like it's come on, like to get really worked up about it is like, I don't know. We just got to take the power back yeah. and with the, okay. Bringing this back to basketball with the all-star game. Yeah. To me, it's like, the game we all know the game means nothing the weekend means nothing it's really for the kids i see it as this event that's for very young fans but the selections are a huge part of making your hall of fame case yeah and it's like (laughs) what are we doing (laughs) like i just feel like the picks are a real mess this year yeah, but the whole thing is a real mess this year. Like they shouldn't even be having the game. No, they shouldn't be having <laughs> so, the game. I mean, maybe this is maybe yeah. like and we've talked yeah. by having to go to this game. Maybe well, Doc Rivers is like, maybe let's just get Ben Simmons out there. <laughs> well, and Doc Rivers is like he gets to he gets to coach it. Yeah. Um, so there's that, but I think you're absolutely right. They shouldn't be doing the game. Um, we talked about that a few weeks ago on the podcast. This is the first year and probably the only year I am thrilled that there are no Raptors involved. Yeah. I like mean, we, they're already having enough trouble with COVID. They don't need- we've already been hit with COVID pretty bad. Uh, the game last night got postponed. Um, yeah, like to to think that this is going to go ahead and absolutely no one get affected. Yeah. I mean, it'd be a miracle if nobody got infected. Yeah. Like and I hope that's the case, but like it's 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 unnecessary risk at a very high level. Yeah. And even when, like when LeBron was like, "Why are we doing this?" I was like, "Oh, this has got to be canceled now." <laughs> yeah, like I certainly didn't I didn't bother voting anybody in. Yeah. I didn't do the whole vote because I was just like, <laughs> I can't, I don't feel good. Yeah. If there's any I don't feel good about it. It's a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, like, imagine just being like, oh, no, you're going to do this for me because I'm lonely. Like, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, why I'm... are we doing this? That sounded and... like me talking to my sourdough starter. <laughs> <laughs> Do this. Come on. Are you bubbling? Guys, for me. 
because <laughs> I just like I hate how Adam Silver keeps spinning it like oh they're doing this for us they're doing this for us the fans no, they're doing it for your pocketbook yeah, man they're I know like for it's- you you need the money <laughs> which it's I understand so- I mean it's hurting you're hurting so you keep cracking down on all these illegal streams <laughs> you're hurting <laughs> So. Yeah, I mean, them hurting is relative, but yes, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, it's stupid. I hate it. Poor Trey Young, and it's in Atlanta. Like, it's so- <laughs> I know that's <laughs> this the is part. the one player that doesn't have to travel to be there. Yeah, and he doesn't um, make- what is that's that's probably like more than anything makes it the biggest sub. It's just like, I know you're already here. <laughs> uh let's talk about nba top shot now you actually first introduced me to this and then uh a second person mentioned it to me and then i was like i really gotta look this up so i'm gonna read a little blurb about what it is in case any of our listeners haven't heard of it or they've heard of it but are unfamiliar so nba top shot is an online only marketplace where users can buy sell and trade NBA highlights. These highlights are quote moments are owned by users through a unique number. They're basically virtual sports cards, but instead of a picture of a player with stats on the back, you get a video highlight of a play like a LeBron James dunk or a Steph Curry three pointer. Uh, this launched in October, 2020 and has already uh, profited or has already made over 230 million in transactions. Uh, you can purchase these through debit, visa, or cryptocurrency. And so they're definitely taking advantage of the digital market. Leonard, what? So you've engaged in this. Um, tell us what it's like. Uh, it's been a little nuts because, like, I think I got in right when it started to explode and I did not realize how much it was going to explode because I sold a few cards a little bit early. Mm. <laughs> um, I got like a PJ Washington card and I was like, PJ Washington. And, <laughs> but here's the nutty thing. Okay. So like, it's just it's an insane amount of money. Like we're um, in comparison to like, like, so if I spent 14 bucks on a pack. I got five cards. One of them was PJ Washington. It was a special card and I should have thought about this more. And then, and then the prices started going up. And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to like put this card up for double what the highest price is right now in the marketplace. A day later it sold. I was like, oh shit, I sold it for 200 bucks. Wow. Uh, and then it went up to a thousand. PJ Washington. Wow. I know. Uh, and it's, it's been crazy. Like, and I've gone onto like two other pack jobs because I've been really lucky. Like basically like I've spent hundred and twenty three dollars and the cards in those packs are worth probably four and a half thousand dollars jesus that's kind of where we're at with this but it's like but it's gonna correct right because that's just how the market goes but like yeah it's been it's like for me it's been like a lot of people i think are jumping into because they see like oh i can spend i mean basically for this when I say those numbers, that's why people are jumping in. They're like, oh, I can spend like nine bucks and get back like a thousand because it's almost, you know, depend. like I opened a pack and it was like, 
I got Clint Capella and I was like, all right, Clint Capella, but that's already 55 bucks. This is a $9 pack and Clint Capella is $55. Yeah. Cause it's uh, cause uh, at the moment it sounds very like small risk, high reward. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, let me ask. People are doing a lot of trading, right? And then that's where, I think that's where people are, that's how they're making their money because they get 5% of each. Anytime somebody sells something, yeah. they take 5%. So with this PJ Washington thing, like, okay, or with any of the cards, are you the sole owner or is it like a playing card where they can print up to so many? So they print, so they mint a certain number. So, and obviously the fewer they mint, the more expensive the card's going to be. Yeah. More rare. Like I have a, a rare bull bull card. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, bull bull. Uh, <laughs> and do you, uh, do you like it? I think it's fun. I mean, I like the NBA though. So I like, I but think you like it. Like, do you like it because you're making money or do you like owning these moments? No, I like, I like owning the moments. And I think that's what they want. I think that's what the NBA Top Shot wants, but like a lot of people are in it just to like trade. Like I know people who are in it purely, they're like, I'm gonna buy this because it's gonna go up in value, I'm gonna make money. But for me, like I bought a Luka Doncic card, not because I thought it was gonna go up, but I was just like, I like Luka Doncic. I like the play. This is dated on my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I was like, I like this card. I'm just gonna buy this card and own this card for whatever. And if it just, if it happens to go up by like a ton, like I'm sure at some, there, you know, like for every car, there is going to be a point where like, all right, this is worth too much money to not consider selling it. But for the most part, I'm just holding on to stuff. And do you own it forever or for as long as you want? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's on the blockchain. So I own it for as long as the internet exists. Right. Um, okay. Here's, here's, okay. I think this is from an NBA perspective. Yeah. Marketing genius yeah like i think from a business model this is freaking genius this i think from a consumer perspective this is the dumbest thing i've ever heard of (laughs) i think why do you think it's dumb so not tangible like why stupid why because you don't really own it so like just because they give you uh you know like a link and a and I think they give you like a serial number yeah, and, number and and but it's associated with a unique address on the blockchain, which I mean it's I know it doesn't sound real, <laughs> but nothing is real anymore, Catherine. Like it's, real. it's not money hasn't been real since 1933. Like we don't, <laughs> like we like literally nothing is real. Like people are spending like we were primed for this. Like this is the future. And oh, yeah, no, we, we are primed for this. This is, is the, the future. future. You are absolutely right. That's why I'm saying this is fucking genius. Yeah. But it's so stupid. I mean, no, no I agree. It is stupid, but like, but it's the future. <laughs> like there's, if you look yeah. at what kids today, like if you just, if you look at what like a, 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 an eight-year-old does, they're on the internet and they're spending so much money on like downloadable content for their games. Like people will yeah. spend, money on a piece of digital armor that only exists in the game nowhere else and doesn't do anything but they'll spend a lot of money on it because it's cool because they're all online with their friends they want to flex but there's some but there's something i get out of a game playing a game that i don't get out of just owning a highlight but you know what i mean like like i understand buying something for a game sure 
but in a way that I don't understand. Like me. purely cosmetic though, in those cases. So like, what's the, why do people buy physical cards, physical cards? I mean, just because it's a physical thing doesn't mean like, I mean, literally it's just- Well, okay, well, in, in um, all fairness- The paper it's printed on is worth nothing. In all in fairness to me, I've never cared about playing cards. Oh, okay, well. <laughs> but I but I understand like you're, but you are helping me understand why people care about this a bit more. Yeah. Because you're right. Like the playing cards are nothing. I did buy oh, the the Raptors championship playing card set. It was on sale at Shoppers. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. But it was, you know, it's like, it's the rat. I got my optimum points and, you know, for just the Raptors championship, I spent a lot of money when we won on various merch and I, you know, it's a cute collectible, but I, but I'm not like, I'm not convinced that I own a moment or that I'm special. Well, I don't think anybody here thinks they're that special. I mean, some, some of them do. Like if you own like a LeBron, uh, like a number one serial number LeBron where he's like uh, honoring Kobe with the reverse dunk, like that's worth $200,000. That's pretty- Yeah, that's crazy to me. Right? Like, and, and like here, and this, right now they're mostly doing highlights from like the bubble seasons and like, like, like they're going to be releasing packs like the running backpacks where you can actually, you get like, Shaq, Iverson, like all these things, like, like, wouldn't I would love to own a Kawhi Game Seven buzzer beater? Like, that's a million dollars, and and I, mean, to, I don't want yeah. to own it just because of the money. I want to own it because that's such a good moment. Like, there's a like just the OG Ananobi three pointer against the Celtics. That's available as a moment. I would love to own that moment just because. And even though I personally know I don't own the moment, it's like right. Like it, it's it's a connection. And, and not a lot of people are in it for that connection, but you know, like I like when I see some of these plays where I'm like, oh, I remember watching this. I remember how I felt when this happened. Um, I'm mm. not gonna spend five thousand dollars to own that particular moment, like because that's what it costs. Uh, the OG Ananobi one. That but sounds like, like a bargain. It is. It, I mean, it does sound like a bargain, <laughs> uh, but that's not. Yeah, I'll say this. I mean, I think you really hit the nail on the head when you said that, you know, you know, you don't actually own the moment, but you feel a connection and the entire economy of sports has run on the fact. And I've said this before that we are irrationally, emotionally invested. And this is really no different. It's just the next level. But to me, I'm like, and maybe it like, I don't want to say it's my age because I'm sure there's people my age that are like super into this. I'm like 10 years older than you. You are not 10 years older than me. I am. <laughs> you are a few years older than me. But in any case, like I just, I don't know why I don't feel, because I've been an NBA fan my whole life and I feel no desire to jump in on this at all. Like, I just feel like, I mean, one thing, if I was really into trading and really trying to just earn money off of it and using my sports knowledge, just to try and earn a couple extra bucks, maybe here's the thing. If this ever went public, I would become an investor. I will say that I would buy stock in this. You can buy, you could buy the, the, the token that runs their network, the flow token. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah, it's up quite a bit. I mean, I didn't buy any because I refuse now to get into. Because uh, you think it'll crash or not? No, crash, no, no. I think it's going to do. I, I think it's going to do well, but I'm just, I'm just trying to remain disciplined and not invest in cryptocurrencies beyond the major ones because I don't have the time. 
to like really yeah i haven't invested in anything so i don't know if this is my first but like the flow token has gone up I, I know somebody who threw 50 grand into there and it went up from $14 to 24. It just went up 20% today again. So it's mm. up like 65% in the last month. Think of an, are there any other investments or, I mean, there are some that are doing well, but like that's, it's been pretty good and pretty steady. Cause there's like. Whole- yeah. I mean, I think regular like investments that people try to sell you in like mutual funds and stuff are a bunch of bullshit. I hate the entire I hate it so much. It takes you like, it like, it takes you like, it takes you like 30 years to see any, like, no, it's so stupid. It's no, it is so stupid. I hate it. You should be taking advantage of this. Like use your youth. That's the, your biggest, I mean, we're talking about basketball, but yeah, but, but my point is like, it shouldn't, it shouldn't take, it shouldn't take 30 years and the interest rates rates are way too low. I think it's a joke. But it's not, it's, it's compound interest and like, like sure it's comp, but what? Yeah. Okay. Fine. Let me just really quick. I'm going to change your life in 45 seconds. We'll see about this. Just start putting money into a low fee S and P 500 index fund, throw it into RSPs. Don't touch it for the, and just keep putting money in and over time it will grow. That's the whole point. That's what com- that's the power of compound interest. And time is your is the weapon, your best weapon. And you're younger than me, so you, you know, <laughs> use that time. <laughs> so just compound interest, and you know, low fees. Compound. Oh, interest maybe low- maybe I got ripped off because like I had I had something. Your camera went uh, out of focus. Not that anyone listening knows, but anyway. Um, <laughs> No, I, I had something similar in place. I'm not going to get into details about my finances here, but like after five years, there was basically no growth and I got really um, discouraged and I just got rid of it. But anyway, and then, and then I got discouraged about the entire industry overall. Anyway, I will say this, this is fascinating to me. I'm not going to buy in. I will never buy a moment just to keep it. I would only ever buy to sell if I even joined into this nonsense at all. Um, I would consider being an investor just in general because I think this is fascinating and uh, yeah, wild. I'm sure everyone listening is going to agree with you, Leonard. Nobody's going to agree with me. It's fine. I uh, I don't do this. No, you're on your internet. I don't do this to be popular. Digital collectibles is like a whole. It's a new frontier. It's getting crazy. Mm -hmm. NFTs are getting crazy. Um, Like the other day, like last night, I think like freaking Logan Paul released NFTs of him. He basically took videos of him opening up rare Pokemon card. Mm. That's. And then the videos are what he attached of him opening the sets is what he attached the NFTs, and they sold. They all sold. For like 20 grand to like eight grand a piece. I was like, okay, so these have jumped the shark and it's time to not buy anything else because this market is in a full-blown mania. Wow. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I think do it for fun if you want to do it. And if it's not fun, don't do it. Okay. But you should definitely like buy <laughs> some mutual funds or ETFs and hold on to them uh, because it'll- Why am I making any interest? You know what? One day I'll just- I'll, I'll, I'll throw you some money, Leonard, and you can be a consultant for me for like an hour yeah, and we'll go even, through it. We'll I, go through it. Trust. You don't need my advice. I'm just saying just buy <laughs> low, low fee 
S&P 500 because you're just betting on the whole market and just don't touch it for 30 years until you oh retire. That's ridiculous. It. And just keep putting more money. I in. don't want to rely on something I don't touch for 30 years. The market crashed the year we, we, you know, a lot, myself and a lot of people around my age graduated. So who's to say that won't happen when I retire? I mean, it might, but then, right. But like that's, that's a thing. Uh, uh, it's like, that's a- thing. no, 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 no. But like what you do is as you're getting closer to retirement, that's when you start reallocating from things that could, you start taking out of stocks and putting into bonds. Right. And then, and that way, like you're, you're more protected. Like the, the closer you get to retirement, the more you have to like start lowering the risk in your investments. I asked the woman who manages my RSP, what yeah. happens if the market crashes when I retire? And she stared at me blankly. Well, I, and, well, and that is the look I've gotten every time I've tried to get a real answer. You're the only person that's given me a real answer to that question. You just need finances are stressful. Advisors. I know nothing. Uh, yeah, I do. This is the most basic advice. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, I even took a, crashes, I even took a course on this. I took a class on, on, on managing finances like two years ago. And I just got really discouraged. Anyway, let's move yeah. on. Just Holy fire and forget. Shit. That's all it is. Just the, the, Holy the, shit. Oh, I don't know why I'm getting, I don't, I didn't think this topic would make me go there, but it did. <laughs> it did. Um, all right. What anyway. else we got? What else we got? Else okay. We got? So <laughs> uh, the NBA G League is opening an investigation mm-hmm. after a statement by Jeremy Lin um, kind of made the rounds in social media. He basically said that players have been referring to him as coronavirus and he's been dealing with a lot of racist taunts and he's tired of it. Um, and rightfully so. Um, I imagine he's probably gotten this even before this year to be honest like he you know being one of the only like Asian or at least maybe at some points throughout his career the only Asian player in the NBA and I'm not sure if that's true I feel like at some point it might have been true yeah probably there haven't been many so (laughs) there haven't been many the chances unless he overlapped with Yao which he didn't and he didn't overlap with that guy who played for the Dallas Mavericks and Utah wasn't in the uh, in the league when yeah I don't he might have been the only one and I'm sure like yeah like you said he was probably facing plenty of racism then it's just right now they have a specific term that they're using based on world events versus yeah and also he's probably terms. yeah and probably just reached his wits end too at this point in his career and in his life um, he's playing for the Golden State Warriors uh, G League affiliate right now. Um, happy to see him sort of back like pseudo in the NBA. Um, yeah, I don't know if you had any thoughts. Like, I just feel bad for Jeremy Lin. But I I also like when I think about his career, I feel bad for kind of the way the media has treated him and the way fans have treated him throughout like not even just this year. I mean, obviously like it's horrible that he's going through this and like, it should be called out. Like, especially after all of this, like, you know, Black Lives Matter messaging and all this messaging about equality. And then, you know, to be racist to somebody else isn't right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I love Jeremy Lin uh, for obvious reasons. <laughs> when, uh, you know, it's funny when Jeremy Lin, I don't know if you remember this game, but when like he hit that buzzer beater over Calderon to like 
during- uh, oh i remember i was in new york actually oh shit nice yeah so yeah man like that i i remember watching that game and it was like oh wow i realized that i am asian first raps fan second like, I, <laughs> I was so happy i was like Lin, yeah! i was like oh the raptors just got decision leaders lost but yeah that's fair i mean if there was like a woman in the nba and then she hit the game-winning shot against the raptors i'd probably be like rooting for her first two yeah and it was just like oh this is an interesting thing about my identity but then uh but now obviously like so insanity was like crazy um a crazy time for asians (laughs) because it's like to actually see somebody who kind of who looked like me like when because here's the thing like when yao ming entered the league I wasn't like, oh yeah, I could be Yao Ming. Like that dude was genetically bred to play basketball. Right. Like, literally. Like he was part of a government program to play basketball. So, <laughs> like they took the two tallest people and they're like, let's make an NBA player. Cause you can do that in China. <laughs> you know, cause eugenics is cool. Uh, but like, so I never thought I was eugenics like- Eugenics is terrifying. I know. I'm not gonna let this lie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was clearly being sarcastic. Right? Yes, yes, of course. Um, but uh, but yeah, like for me, Yao, he was just, he wasn't even this, the same species as me, you know? Like, I was like, whatever. Like, of course he's gonna make the NBA. But then when Jeremy Lin made the NBA, I was like, oh my God, like, he's all the things that I could have achieved if I tried really hard. Not maybe not the NBA thing, but maybe the Harvard thing. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> one, or, one, or, one or the other, yeah. <laughs> one or the other. Not both, definitely not both. Um, but yeah. And Did so he then, put way too much pressure on all Asians because he went to Harvard and became an NBA player? There is another dude. There's another, this is Korean dude. He's a doctor, a Navy SEAL, and an astronaut. So like, it's, who cares? Like, it's, we're done. I don't have to do anything anymore. Like, he's succeeded for all Asians. So. <laughs> but this dude, like, so Linsanity, I thought was great. And I mean, and now it really sucks all this stuff has happened to him. And I kind of hope that Linsanity comes back, but in a different way where like all this publicity, because I like how he's handling it. Like he's not calling anybody out. He's being really classy about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I want this to get a ton of attention the way he got like a ton of attention, you know, way back when except this time instead of saving the knicks who nobody cares about he'll save the asian race <laughs> That's great. um i mean yeah i think it does help to put a celebrity um spotlight to this very real issue and um you know looking back at his career i think post insanity there was way too much pressure yeah on this guy to be more than what he is like he's a backup point guard always was you know and he had a really good week when you know i don't even remember he had a good month month of like nonsense he had a really good month when i don't even remember who was injured that he replaced like that's how good his month was yeah but that's him doing his job. Like that is what the role players are meant to do. You are supposed to step up. He stepped up in epic fashion. Like, but in, like, like historically epic fashion. In a historically epic <laughs> fashion. But I feel like people were too hard on him afterwards. And, and then he had some injuries that he had to deal with. And I kind of didn't like the way people wrote him off. 
Yeah. I was really happy for the brief moment he was a raptor. It was kind of a shame that he didn't fit into like Nick Nurse's various schemes. I'm not entirely sure why. I don't know if he was just a bit too ISO ball for him or what. I mean, I'd take him over Terrence Davis right now, <laughs> to be honest. Um, for a variety of reasons, but yes. Yeah, for a variety of reasons. But yeah, I don't know. Like it was just, I, I was you know, sad to hear that this was happening to him in the G league, but I was happy to see him talk about it and, and bring light to it. And I just felt like it was worth bringing up today. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, yeah, I've been banging the drum on, on Asian racism stuff for like, I mean, ever since pandemic began, mm-hmm. but it's, I, mean, I would say even before, uh, for like, sure. I remember we talked about it before, um, before the pandemic was declared, but when the coronavirus was kind of looming early last year. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, it only took us a year to get a hashtag. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a crazy year. Yeah. In all fairness, it's been a crazy year. I mean, there were some other important things that had to happen first, but like, I mean, the world should be able to do more than one thing at once, you know? you know what and that's fair and yeah i i mean yeah not that it i don't think this all happened in like you know order of priority preference or anything but i'm glad that it did finally happen and that we did get a hashtag um let's move on to our raptors homer moment and it's not great (laughs) it's not great this week i mean kyle came back and that was really cool um, he continues to be swarmed with trade rumors and the Raptors got hit with the COVID bug so much so that they had to postpone last night's game against the Bulls. Just like quick temperature check. Where are you at with these Raptors right now? It's not been the best season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would say these COVID tests that came out this week are probably one of the most positive things that have happened so far. <laughs> wow. I mean, literally positive. That's why. Uh, oh my God. Just a pun. Just a little pun for you. Just, just a terrible pun. Uh, yeah. Horrible. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm not good at my job. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep going. Um, yeah, it's been, it was a rough start, obviously. Uh, I think it's it's more than ever looking like okay they're they're gonna have to kind of dismantle things and rebuild i don't think lowry's gonna stick around but i think that's the best thing for him so i uh i'm okay with everything being the best for him i just i'm curious like if he goes to philly i'm totally good with that i kind of don't want to see like if he goes to LA and then he wins a ring with Kawhi and Ibaka for Balmer. I think I'm going to have to quit the NBA. Yeah. Well, I've already said I, I will quit the NBA. <laughs> if that happens, I'm quitting. Yeah. Cause like, I will full, I will fully quit. Well, that's basically because for you, you're like, really, he's going to get Pat Beverly. A, a ring. I will fully quit. And this will become a podcast about tennis. <laughs> that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, I will fully, fully quit. If that happens, I won't believe in anything anymore. <laughs> i agree i'm 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 with you uh i will put- i will burn those worthless playing cards <laughs> <laughs> how do i send things up how do i burn something on the blockchain <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's the bad thing. You can't burn their. You can't burn it in the streets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. Um, it's gonna be different. Yeah, and I mean like, the thing with the Clippers is that they have nothing to trade. So if yeah. he's gonna go there, it would have to be in free agency. Yes. I don't see him doing that. Although I can't rule it out completely because yeah. he does have relationships with them. Yeah, with Serge and Kawhi. Um, so there's that. Um, I don't see him going to the Lakers. Although you again, never say never. I I could see. Yeah, I don't see him going to Lakers either. I mean, I see him in free agency going to a contender if we don't trade him. But with a lot of these teams, they they just don't have a lot to offer us in return. Which is why I would like to see him. I mean, for many reasons, I would like to see him go to Philly. Like, not the least of which is because that's his hometown. But like, yeah, we could get some stuff back from Philly. You know, like we could get Seth Curry maybe. Right, that would be nice. Um, yeah but i mean he's not like okay here's here's my thing it's better than nothing why are we trading for another guard we have so oh, many guards get, who who should we also get from Philly? like we need a we needed a they five a yesterday like they have why? a young center who might not be the worst and i can't remember his name which is not a good sign it's okay um but but like i just feel like we need to trade out of his position if we're going to trade at all yeah, no, no, I think, I think need it would be part of the package. Um, I think it would have to be part of the package. Like, we would get Seth Curry, but also... Also, like, why are we trading him to a place we think he wants to go when he's a free agent at the end of this year and could go wherever he wants in a matter of months? Yeah. That's um, the other thing I don't understand. Like, I get, like, Raptors fans want to do right by him, but it's not like if we sent him to like the worst team in the league. Like if we send him to like the, we're not going to send him to the Timberwolves, but I'm just saying as an example, like we send him to the Timberwolves or something like who cares? It's for a few months. I think ultimately he'll go where he wants to go regardless. Sure. And I, but I'm sure that I'm, I'm not sure, but like I suspect that what's happened is that because of what Kyle means to the city, what he means to this team and what he's done for us. Like, I think Ujiri is not going to be like, we're just going to send you to Minnesota. Like, he's going to be like, we'll send you where you want to go. And if you don't want to go anywhere and you just want to leave in free agency, that's what will happen. Yeah, but we need something back in return too. Well, I mean, yeah, ideally, but I think- Like, we can't just throw away our future because we need to do right by Kyle. Yeah, but but there's part part of it is like, I mean, I guess it's hard to say because I remember like when we when we <laughs> tossed Demar, everybody was up in arms, but then we got a championship in return. So it's not like, I think people were like, but you got to do right by Demar. Nobody's want to come and play here. And oh, we just got a championship. Yay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, I think people would forgive. But at the same time, I think you at least have to put on the, uh, you know, the, the appearance that you're going to do right by like the, the franchise players who have done more for your, have done more for your franchise than any other player. You know, like, I think Lowry clearly is the best Raptor of all time. I don't think you can really Mm -hmm. dispute that. Um, And so they have to, I think they have to respect him. And if, yeah, I don't know. But see, like, okay, this is like one, one area where I disagree, but a lot of Raptors fans disagree with me and I get that. I don't think it's disrespectful. Because 
he he's selling his house yeah he's kind of made it clear he's not staying yeah and we need to set ourselves up for success yeah and like i said he's a free agent at the end of this year he will go where he wants to go it's not like he's you know wherever we're sending him well now he's going to be stuck there for years like it's not the blake griffin situation where he like signed with the clippers thinking he had a future there and then they traded him to detroit and now he's stuck there with like several more years left on his contract that's like basically untradeable you know what i mean like that's not the situation here yeah Yeah, but I think, I mean, I think part of it is like Larry and Ujiri are probably having the conversation where Ujiri probably is like, ideally you let us trade you so that we can get something out of you. And I think Larry would understand that too. Yeah, I think they have a mutual respect and understanding between them. Yeah. I think we like, if we don't get a real center by the trade deadline, I'm going to be freaking pissed. Yeah. What would you think? Whether Whether we end up trading Kyle for them or not, I'm going to be freaking pissed. Like, this is stupid at this point with this team. Like, we can only play small ball so much. It is so glaring that this is a hole that needs to be fixed. We yeah. have so many guards. Like, we can, I can barely count them all. Like, yeah. it, it's, no, no. If we don't fix this, then I think Masai Ujiri is also leaving. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, really, I really think that if he doesn't fix this, he's leaving. What guard? What centers can we get that are like decent? Like if I don't know. To... I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of talk about Drummond, although I don't think he is like the quote unquote answer. No. He's probably better than what we have. I actually well, heard I mean, a. <laughs> that's a really low bar. <laughs> it's a really low bar. Uh, I honestly don't even know. Like what? If, what if we? What if he goes to the Heat? And then we get like Dragic and Olenek. Oh God. Would that hurt you? That would hurt me. Look, Kelly Olenek's Canadian and we barely claim him. <laughs> I mean, have we not, have you not thought about that? Like we're always like, yeah, Jamal Murray. Oh, yeah, from- Shea Gil, Chris Alexander. And we're never like, yeah, Kelly Olenek. He's from Scarborough. <laughs> <laughs> we never claim him. How about... Is he from Scarborough? I think so. He gives me a real BC vibe. I know, doesn't he? It's the hair. It's the hair. It's and the, the hair. White, he the gives whiteness. me... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just, he just screams British Columbia to me. What do you think about... Oh, how about this trade? You're, you'll hate this so much. Yeah. Uh, I hate Lowry, all these trades, by the Lowry way. Lowry goes to the Clippers. Oh. And we get... For center, we get Zubak. But they also bring in Beverly. <laughs> now Beverly's a raptor. That I would really, really quit. Like <laughs> really, 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 really quit. Also, I was like, you know what? Imagine we just trade for Kawhi. Like that would be- <laughs> a straight trade Lowry for Kawhi. <laughs> nah, no, nah. that would never happen. But I was just like, imagine if Masai was on the phone and just like, look, can we, how could we get Kawhi? <laughs> Yeah, just no, I actually, I actually don't think Masai even wants to do business with the Clippers. If I'm being honest, probably like, not. the way um, Kawhi's free agency went down, I don't even think he's taking his calls at this point. Um, with that being said, 
Uh, I hate every single Kyle Lowry trade option. I really do want him to stay. I really would love to see him retire as a Raptor. Like that is my preference. Um, people are worried about his age, but he's so good for his age and takes care of his body really well and does not have um, a history of really bad injuries. Of course, like, you know, the time will come one day when his career is done, but like, he's been a healthy player and he's playing some of the best basketball he's ever played in his life. Like, I'm not, I'm not worried about it from that perspective. I don't think it hinders our future in a great way. Um, if he's willing to take some sort of a cut in his next deal, which I think he would on any team. (sighs) With that being said, the whole thing frustrates me. I hate it. I hate it all. And if we don't get a center, I'm going to be livid. Um, With that, let's move on to our quote of the week. Leonard, I have retired the Hawk Girl Summer Nick Nurse highlight of the week (laughs) because there aren't any. And uh, he's just out there looking like an old-timey cat burglar. (laughs) And it's not cute. It's not cute. You missed the lower half of his face. Well, he shows the lower half of his face too often because he doesn't keep his mask on. (laughs) And that's also furiating. He's also like combing his hair in a weird way now. Like he's just combing it all back. And I'm like, I don't know if he like lost some of his hair and like he doesn't know what else to do with it anymore. But like he just like I hate it. It gives me that like old mafia, like mafioso kind of look. I just I hate it. I hate the whole learning here is Catherine only wants to marry winners. (laughs) i just you know you know you gotta come correct if you want the segment to go on so for now it's quote of the week and it does go to our buddy kyle um the other night he um oh my god why am i blanking on what game that was but anyway he swore on air it was hilarious oh yeah um he was asked um what it was like to win this game without any of the coaches except for sergio there and uh he basically had the game ball for sergio and then he dropped it and then he said shit and then he said i said shit so then he said shit twice he said shit for saying shit and it was it was amazing yeah i mean nba players talk shit i love kyle Kyle's great. I mean, God, what are we going to do without off? Kyle? Fuck. Then you're going to have to worship Patrick Beverly. Oh, never. <laughs> never. It's going to, yeah, it's going to suck, man. Kyle's the heart of this team. So, like, when he's gone, I don't know. I don't know what happens. That's the thing. You can't replace Kyle. No. You just can't. There's no good. That's That's why I think I'm so frustrated with all the trade speculation because there really is no replacing Kyle. And if you think there is, you don't know this team. Yeah. Cause he brings all the intangibles. Yeah. He's the NBA top shot. He is intangible. He is. He, <laughs> <laughs> he is the moment you can't truly he is, own. He is the moment. You <laughs> um, yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Utah will step up. <laughs> But also Anthony Edwards murdered him. I think that's what started the hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> that's what started the hashtag. You know what? I, I, um, 
I don't think we should be so hard on Utah because at least he went. At least he went for it. No, I think no. I know. You know what I mean? Like at least he tried to block the shot. Like I'm so mad at these guys who run away from the moment because they don't want to be in a poster. Yeah. Like those are the people we. Those are the people we need to start (laughs) shaming, and those are the people we need to say got murdered or ran away from murder. You know what I mean? We shouldn't be like the guys who got murdered. We'd be like, oh, Anthony Edwards is a murderer. (laughs) <laughs> yeah also maybe we need to stop the murder references yeah that too. <laughs> but yeah i just want to see more people getting mad at the players who run away yeah than people you know who try who try i agree i think like it, and you know what if this turns utah into brandon knight i'm all right with that <laughs> decent career <laughs> I mean, all those great dunks are just really good defense met by even better offense. Yeah, you know I, mean? I mean, let's let's be let's be honest. I don't think Brandon Knight really had a chance to block DeAndre Jordan. Similar to, I don't no. think he had a chance to stop Anthony Edwards, but he tried. Yeah, and, and or whoever that French guy was that Vince dunked over. Oh, Frederick Weiss. Yeah, Frederick Weiss. Oh, you remember his name? That's a good trivia. Yeah. Question. I mean, what a. I, I, I want there to be a whole series of NBA Top Shot moments where like your best moment, where you're most remembered is when somebody dunked on your face. Wow. Well, you know what? That's the thing the Olympics should get into. Moments? Yeah. Why doesn't oh, yeah, the Olympics gonna... sell well, moments? That's maybe... incredible. Like awesome. somebody, like owning like, like one of Usain Bolt's like sprints, like that would, people would pay hundreds of thousands for that, I would imagine. Maybe. People are paying, people paid six, Somebody paid six hundred thousand dollars to own Nyan Cat, the meme. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, but like the guys oh who are doing the NBA top shots are getting into uh, UFC. I'm in, the wrong, I'm in the wrong business. They're getting into. I doc- wish I could do it all over. Oh, really? You're not getting rich from podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, this costs me money. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Well, anyway, Leonard, this is a really fun and frankly unique episode <laughs> of the show. Um, where can we find you on the internets? Uh, I'm on uh, Twitter and the Instagrams uh, at the Leonard Chan. Uh, I'm not on TikTok because I'm old. And <laughs> uh, I have a website, www.theleonardchan. Okay, you're not that old. They have, they have a website? No, but that you would direct people to your website. I know. That's really Over your like, social media. If there's any people here who want to hire me for corporate <laughs> comedy shows, that's what that's for. Oh, true. Uh, and then, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I'm just, and I'm writing on a bunch of shows. I'm writing, I'm, 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 I'm supposed to be writing on this hour's 22 minutes right now. <laughs> I'm doing this. Uh, oh my God, that's amazing. Um, okay, well, thank you for joining us. And uh, we'll see you soon. That's good. Thanks for having me. So happy that we made it. Look at us now. Say that we could it.
hold my clutch, hey, cause I'm about to stir shit.